What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Azizi Podcast. My name is Samir Azizi, and our guest today is Timothy Burgess. He is the co-founder of Wealth Agile. He is proficient in trading, quantitative investment, portfolio management, securities, and hedge funds. We talk about crypto, we talk about AI, and most importantly, we talk about his company, his partnership with Crypto.com, and where are they going next. Anyway, enjoy the podcast, everybody, and don't forget to subscribe. All right, what's up, everybody? Timothy Burgess is here with me on Azizi Podcast. It's a great honor to have you here, sir. How are you? I'm good. How are you today? I'm doing great. I'm doing fantastic. It's a it's a Monday morning, almost afternoon, and you know the week is already in full in full swing for me. So I'm really really happy to have you on this pod. I met you at Bitcoin Bay in Toronto, Canada. You kind of talked a little bit about you know what you're up to right now, about your uh, startup company, and I felt like this was a very very great topic to discuss. So um, why don't you just go ahead and tell us a little bit about what you're up to right now? So, um, so Wealth Agile is a, a crypto company, and uh, we call it Smart Crypto Made Easy. And what what we've done is we've we, we've got an app, and uh, the apps the apps on the Apple Store, and we're ready to launch the product with our partner Crypto.com, um, likely likely the end of the month, um, maybe, maybe December, but but very soon. And uh, really, all all we're all we're all we're working on now is refining the app, doing our beta, and getting our, our go to market uh, campaign organized, the marketing campaign. So there's a lot of there. So let me let me ask you this: Who is your target audience? Can anybody just download your app and become a customer? Well, our real our target audience is is people initially anyway people that have Crypto.com accounts because we're we're, we're only connected to them. But, but what we're after is is what I like to call a Robin Hood type customer. Somebody that is an investor in crypto, a crypto investor, but not like a super pro, like a, a hedge fund geek or some some super pro investor. Somebody that has crypto on an exchange that wants it managed smartly and doesn't, and doesn't want to worry about it too much, just wants to set it up, have it managed and have it managed and, and also some and also somebody that's worried about downside and wants to reduce risk in their portfolio because because we do that with our portfolio protection system. So if I'm just your average cryptocurrency user, you know, I'm I just want to have some crypto, but again, I don't want to have, um, I want I don't want to worry about it too much. Um, that's I'm 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 getting the sense that this is what the app is for. But can you tell me more about like okay, so let's say I have a crypto.com account and. Uh, I'd like to get uh, Wealth Agile, so I'm I'm downloading Wealth Agile, and uh, what does what does it give me? Like, what kind of service? Can you give me an example? What it gives you is uh, in in our in our in our in our MVP product. What it gives you is some base portfolios that were designed by another company called Coin Metrics, which which in turn had their portfolios designed by Goldman Sachs, and it's basically. Crypto portfolios like a blockchain sector portfolio, or a top ten top ten crypto portfolio, or a metaverse portfolio. So you go into our app, you see those portfolios, and say, "Well, I, I kind of just want to have exposure to crypto. So give me give me the top ten. So you can just choose that and just and just run that top ten uh, portfolio, which will give you a diversified exposure to the crypto sector, and then." 
if you're a risk averse person wants to reduce your risk, you can take that top 10 portfolio and, and overlay a, and deploy our AI portfolio protection, which reduces your risk by, by moving part of your portfolio into cash automatically. So if the AI system doesn't like the market, it's going to reduce your exposure down to, let's say, 60% uh, crypto and 40% in cash. Then if it hates the market, it could, could go down to 30% in crypto and 70% in cash. In that way, you can sleep at night because you know that the AI is taking care of, of your crypto. I like the fact that AI is being implemented at the same time because a lot of people are looking for somewhere where machine learning can assist them with their decisions. But tell me, is that something where, you know, the app just kind of tells me what it's supposed to be? Like, hey, here's the portfolio, but you do all the allocation and purchase yourself. Or is it more of like you click the button, you choose the portfolio, and Wealth Agile will make the purchases for you and just like combine this, like create this portfolio for you that you wished for? Great, great question. Great question. And the answer is Wealth Agile does that for you. You That's just amazing. you just select your portfolio, you select AI portfolio protection and you get to and you choose what rebalancing interval you want based on and we provide uh, information on what the better rebalancing intervals are from one day to one week to one month you select that interval you click the portfolio and you and you click subscribe and once that's done the the uh, wealth agile system does the rest that's amazing and I, I i really feel like there's a huge value in that because again like for example, I am like a surface level uh, cryptocurrency uh, person, right? So I have some crypto in my uh, exchanges, in my wallets, but it's not like I'm constantly sitting there monitoring, you know, what's happening with cryptocurrencies, what's happening, you know, with anything aside from Bitcoin, right? With all these coins, who is owning them, what's happening, what's, what is the political drama behind it, who is the, you know, stakeholder there and here. But if someone is, you know, able to manage that for me and just kind of do that research and then based on that, give me like a portfolio that basically takes into account the risks, um, the risks that I'm willing to take and not willing to take. Um, that's actually pretty cool. I, I really love that. I'd love to love to try that as well. You mentioned crypto.com. Um, how did this, I mean, crypto.com is a huge company. I mean, they have the arenas, they've sponsored the UFCs. They're, they're, they're just like one of the most respected exchanges in the United States. And just, I guess, overall in the world, how did you like got that partnership in the very, very early stage of, uh, of your company? I think it was just actually uh, some luck, some luck, uh, in, in the, in the, in the spring of this year, I went to a FinTech conference in New York city and um, met crypto.com at the conference. And right away, uh, it was actually the only only meeting that was valuable that I had because a lot of people were negative on, uh, negative on crypto then. But of course they, they were positive. Well, they're a crypto company and they saw they saw what we, what we were doing and they saw early, early designs of our app. And they said, well, we really like this product. Uh, we think that the, 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 our audience is gonna use this and, and, it's gonna, and it's gonna work well. So it, we just hit it off well and then they reached out to us shortly after after the initial meeting and said, do you guys want, want to do a partnership where whereby we cr create a, co a commission sharing arrangement so that we share some of the commissions mm -hmm. with crypto.com and are generated on the app? And by the way, crypto.com is some of the lowest commissions on the street. So it's also also really good for users. So it was just uh, it, it was basically a situation where it was a win win. When, when uh, a good product for crypto.com 
and a great marketing and distribution partner for Wealth Agile. And so does that mean that the crypto.com partnership is sort of an exclusive one or are you currently looking or like open, I guess, to any other players uh, in the industry to use Wealth Agile for its services? Uh, great question. Um, it's not exclusive and we are open to doing similar partnerships with other exchanges. And we're actively looking and talking to other exchanges right now. We, I mean, we, we love crypto.com. We love their, their global reach, Yeah, but we'll talk to exchanges in Canada. We'll talk to, and, and the strategy is to, is to basically launch globally and then come back to North America as a regulated entity and then get some, and, and likely find a U.S. partner like a Coinbase, maybe a Kraken in the United States would be yeah. a logical par partner for us. Yeah, the regulation part is definitely something that is on the minds of a lot of uh, business business executive in the industry. Where do you guys stand in terms of regulation? And like, did you have to obtain any sort of licensing for operating in in, in various countries? What what we've done is is basically a two pronged approach. We're launching with Crypto.com globally. They're providing the regulation in the KYC. We're approaching them as a software company, and we go into about fifty countries. Uh, that have different regulatory regimes, but but crypto.com is is in the front is in the front seat. We're in the back seat. Mm -hmm. And in North America, a much more strict regulatory regime. We're mm -hmm. in the process of being regulated by the Ontario Securities Commission in Canada. Mm -hmm. And we'll we'll continue that uh, more more aggressively after we've launched and have more capital. And the United States, as everyone knows, has become quite regulated and, and and there's a regulatory uncertainty in the United States. So we're, we're waiting to find a, a U.S. partner or just when we're again, when we're when we're bigger and have more capital to go into the U.S. market as well on a, reg, on a regulated, regulated basis. Yeah, I mean, it does make sense. Like right now, everyone's kind of in the same situation. Everyone's waiting until the regulatory process finally completes and everyone can know what are the rules of the game so that everyone can do business. Uh, you've mentioned that you went to that conference and a lot of uh, potential uh, partners were skeptical. And overall, just because the industry right now are, is not as exciting as it used to be. I mean, I feel like it's a particularly hard experience just to try to be an entrepreneur and and, and develop your company uh, during this type of climate where the excitement is gone and everyone's just kind of uh, tired and just, you know, they're waiting for the next bull market, but not sure what's going to happen next. How do you feel about that? Like, is that even like, I feel like it's just such a daunting task. It's just, you have to really, really push yourself to operate in this market. Like, what's your opinion on that? Like, what was your experience? It's definitely a drag. Uh, you know, it, it makes, makes things much harder for sure. Raising capital, much more difficult. And uh, I think the bottom line is just like any entrepreneur, head down, keep building your product, keep building, keep building your business. And with, 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 with a longer term view, you know, I, I'm, 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 I'm fairly confident also that 2024 is going to be a better market for crypto. And, he, and, and a little known fact actually is that it hasn't really been a bad year for crypto. Bitcoin is up over a hundred percent this year. Definitely, it's just yeah. just just the re a lot of the individual investors just have just are just haven't realized yet, but I think they'll come. I think they'll start coming alive more more next year in the, as a, in a stable upward upward trending uh, marketplace. Yeah, it definitely looks like Bitcoin is uh, looking to be one of the best performing assets this year so far. 
which can, gives hope uh, to a lot of Bitcoin enthusiasts and just overall crypto enthusiasts. Um, could you talk to me a little bit more uh, about your background and about your team? A lot of our listeners and viewers are uh, asp aspiring to be entrepreneurs such as yourself. So I feel like you're sharing a little bit of your experience of how you started, like where you where you, where you came from, from which industry, and how did you assemble your team? I feel like that's going to be really, really useful for our for our audience. Yeah, sure. Uh, sure. So, so I'll start with myself. My background is uh, traditional, or as they call it, TradFi, traditional finance. Yeah, Bay Street in Toronto, institutional. I did institutional sales for a number of years. Then I pivoted into portfolio management. Was always a very active trader. And while in portfolio management, I, I started as a momentum. I was always a momentum investor, but then I deployed a quantitative uh, screen and it actually built a fully a fully systematic uh, quant fund. Well, let's uh, let's let's dive into this. First of all, what is a momentum investor? What does that mean? Ah, uh, okay, let's 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 get let's decide that. Momentum is very simple is actually one of the strongest quants uh signals that's used by by mathematic let's say systematic or mathematically based funds. And all, but but everybody uses it. All it is is something is trending upward to the right. The tendency is for that for that to continue. So that is uh, that is a signal. And but but when you get into quant investing, what it really means is very sophisticated mathematical algorithms being yeah. utilized to basically run and look for those signals and run by themselves. Very like like quantitative funds are very much like precursors to to AI. It's basically an automated, computer-driven system that runs the uh, the portfolio by itself. So you basically was like one of those dudes on the TV show, on the hit TV show, Billions, where, you know, uh, what's his name? Dave Axelrod is running his hedge fund, and he has a team of killers, basically, who are doing this investing for them. And you were one of those killers, basically. <laughs> yes. A killer, I was called a killer wannabe. And I had, like, <laughs> it's a funny story. I started with a Russian uh, quant. Who helped me help me design the system? And, yeah, and then, those are strong that, ones. <laughs> but he, he could have been a little bit stronger. Actually, he could have been a little. He was good, but it could mm -hmm. have been a little bit stronger. You, mm -hmm. what it is, in to be a quant, especially a quant fund manager, you need the very expensive top quants. And those top quants in those bigger funds, they might they might they might cost a million dollars a year each. Just to put it in context, okay. Wow. It's, wow. So. <laughs> well, and, and let's let's dive in further. Then you then said that you've kind of departed from that system and you developed something different. What exactly did you develop? You said uh, okay. So so uh, what this is a, this is a nice entry. So basically, what happened was I determined that I wasn't a smart enough quant myself, and I couldn't hire the the best quants in a small fund. So I, I ran into my 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 co-founder Isan, who's an artificial intelligence scientist. He has a PhD from York University. He knows how to build AI models. So I ran into him and I said, well, you want to help uh, with the current fund? And I just sort of decided, well, it's kind of, the fund's a little bit too small. Let's do, let's do something entirely different. So we, we incorporated uh, Wealth Agile in 2020 with me with the TradFi experience and my co-founder with the, is, is the AI scientist who can design the algorithms who's in-house and not somebody I have to pay, right? Which is yeah. important. Because these guys are expensive, <laughs> as I 100%. said. One hundred percent. Yeah. Wow. And then, 
And then the whole idea is sort of evolved. It, it, we actually started on the equity side. And then we we had algorithms on the S&P 500. And then, and then in 2021, we pivoted in, in, into crypto. Mm-hmm. And, uh, to, to build our algorithms for crypto and to build the, and and to build the um the app instead of we had we had a web based system before that mm-hmm. to build the app and that's when we, that's when we decided and the reason we pivoted that way was because we thought the most growth was in crypto and our algorithms work well on crypto exchanges because a lot of the plumbing that goes into a crypto exchange is more modern with open APIs and so on that yeah. allow us to to operate. So it's it's funny because uh, 2021 was such an exciting year for crypto. And I feel like being in that and developing your own project within that industry was also equally exciting. Uh, yet you are launching launching now in 2023. Is there like, do you wish that you'd have, you know, accelerated your efforts and launched and actually in the middle of the bull run? Of course. <laughs> of course. That would have been... It, what was it, the main it, difficulty? Like, why didn't you? Like, what, what, was, we what was the hardest we, part? We weren't ready. We weren't ready to launch because we remember we pivoted in 21. We pivoted around April of, uh, I guess it would have been around April of, uh, actually, was it April 21? No, you know, you know what? I'm off by, uh, to be, to be told, I'm off by year. It was April of 22 that we, that we pivoted. Got so, it. so, but it was still, but the market was still pretty good in mm-hmm. April of 22. It was just the end of the bull. It was just the end yeah. of the bull market. Mm-hmm. And of course, as soon as we pivoted, then the then, then as we as we headed headed into December, the market was extremely difficult because that's when you had the uh, FTX FTX collapse. Right, it was in December. So, but you're but you're totally right. But but we just can't. At the end of the day, we don't have a crystal ball, so we can't time these things perfectly. So, do you have any regrets about it? Like, do you wish right now that you stayed in S and P five hundred and just like just use with like no, basically no dealt reg- with TradFi? No, no regrets because TradFi is a lot more competitive than than, uh, than crypto, and and like, as I said, the architecture is much older. It's difficult to do, much more difficult to deploy algorithms and so on. So mm-hmm. we we have no regret. We we have no regret that we pivoted. We can actually one thing to keep in mind about us though. Our algorithms will work on securities, and if they tokenize, if, if they continue to tokenize the um, <clears throat> the crypto space, we'll apply our, our algos uh, across uh, securities um, mm-hmm. tokens tokens as well. Yeah, definitely. You know, the functionality will be accelerated if if that's going to be the case. But ho- however, you mentioned you know your uh, your team member, right? The the co-founder is an AI guy, and it feels like you were ahead of your time. You know, when uh, before the whole AI hype started, you already had someone who has you know basically a machine learning scientist. So you do you you mentioned the the raising capital is very hard right now for crypto yet it's extremely extremely favorable right now towards ai do you feel like that's the case for you do you feel lucky that you actually been there before it even started the whole hype season well it it, it is it is kind of um, a coincidence we definitely were there but we didn't because we were especially when we were on the stock side we weren't promoting the ai and even when we pivoted in, into crypto we 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 weren't really we didn't really push the AI as much as we should have, and you're totally right. It's it's been the hot, totally hot space. But at the end of the day, if we ha- if, if the product is great and people love it, I think that's going to be more important 
because at the end of the day, it's going to come down to the users wanting, wanting to use our app. And most of those users aren't going to necessarily come to our app because it has AI. I think they're going to come to it if, if it solves their problem. 100%. So, but it would help us raise money if we push the AI harder. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And that's, that's how it works right now. But the most important part is that you have legit scientists on board, you know, because a lot of, a lot of startups right now are pushing the AI, but in reality, they're just like, you know, I'm just kind of like simplifying it, but they will just connect to GPT-4 through API and boom, like we have an AI startup. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah just connect just connect to what's available gpt4 okay yeah no no we have you know we have an ai you know brain as that part of fantastic. the company so talk to me a little bit about launch like is this official now you're launching soon like i'm not sure to what extent you can talk about it but i'd love to learn like when we can actually you know start testing it okay. out our, our current plan and you know, we, we, we just finished a small raise. So we're basically doing a lot of budgeting and seeing what we can spend on marketing. And while we're doing that, we're going to, we're going to do a small, we're going to do a small beta the, the, the end of this month, probably a hundred beta. And I, like we were going to, like I was just saying, we were going to launch in Q4, but I think the full launch now may be postponed to January simply yeah. because the Christmas season, you know, people drinking the eggnog and whatever. <laughs> uh, we're not sure that's the time to be spending our marketing budget. I agree with you completely as someone who comes from that industry as well. Christmas season is usually good for, you know, some retail purchasing and stuff like that, but not for software as a service, I would say, uh, in my opinion, yeah. professional opinion. Um yeah. I just want to talk to you a little bit more and we don't have enough much time right now, but you're based in Toronto, Canada. And I've, you know, same as I, and I was just wondering about your opinion as someone who, uh, who has a startup founder, but it's based in Canada versus like Silicon Valley. Does that make your job harder? Does that even matter for you right now? Like with the whole thing of like everything's being well, work from home and in and, and the cloud, like how do you feel about being in Canada by and having this company? I, I think Canada is much harder. Uh, especially when it comes to raising capital than Silicon Valley. You know, I, I think you, know, you can raise $2 million with an idea on the back of a napkin in Silicon Valley. In Canada, to raise $2 million, you've really, you've really got to be good. We've, we've actually raised, we've raised over a million since inception, but we need to raise another million. And, 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 and now we need to attract the, the VCs or the small VCs or, or, or get an institutional partner to, to raise that capital. And, and I think it's much more difficult in Canada than it is in the U.S. Also, the Canadian VCs, uh, from what I've seen, tend to be really, really almost anti-crypto right now. Right. <laughs> I'm sure these things change. They tend to be almost anti-crypto and extremely conservative. So I think it's, that's my, and that's only one man's opinion, but to me, it right. seems to be very difficult, much more difficult here to be a startup than it is in the U.S. Yeah, that's, I've been hearing that too, especially when it comes to crypto, it's uh, everyone is very, you know, very hesitant to, to get on board with such projects just because Canada itself is such a highly, highly regulated region uh, of the world and no one wants to deal with that, uh, at least for now. But yeah, I totally feel you. Um, the, re how the, the, the regulated, uh, just really, uh, I don't want to be too negative, but the regulated regime here doesn't help startups either. It's extremely, as you said, extremely conservative, which is good in one hand, but, it, mm -hmm. but, but me, that also means expensive, legally expensive to get to be regulated here in Canada. 
Um, just curious, because I've been hearing a lot about government grant, grants right now for techno companies, for tech companies. Is this yeah. something that you were considering at the very beginning? I know that you were raising capital from VCs, but like, do you feel like this is something that's worth exploring for future entrepreneurs to start with the Canadian grant system, stuff like that? I, I think you should definitely pursue it, but it's, it, it's, 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 it's not easy. And it is, and it is, and it is, and there's a lot of, a lot of work for the development team. In fact, we, we, we did, we did make, um, in our last year and we, we, we uh, made an application for a shred, for a shred grant, mm. which is basically software development credit grant. And this is a lot of work for you. If you're going to do it, don't do it without thinking it's going to, it's a lot of work, a lot of documentation. And then the government will send in the, their their auditors to look at you, especially when you make your first um, shred claim, which is also very time consuming. Yeah, yeah, I've been in the company that did that went through it, and I've seen firsthand, you know, how you know people come and go with the with the papers and auditing everything, and it's just all so so um, convoluted and and complicated. But yeah, I totally understand what you're talking about. Um, uh, Tim and D, we are coming close to the end of our podcast, but I just wanted to give you an opportunity to sort of promote Wealth Agile and how can we find that application on the website and what else should we know about your company? I think the I think the key uh, the key is is again comes back to to smart crypto made easy. Down 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 download Wealth Agile in the app in Canada. It will be it is ge it is geofenced, but um, you can still see the product and then get to get to know the product and we'll have some we'll have educational videos out and so on. And then when we get regulated in Canada, you, you'll be able to connect. And if you're if you're if you're a global investor, it'll be really simple to, if you're already on crypto.com to, to connect or if you're not open a crypto.com account and connect connect to Wealth Agile. And get going. And, I mean, and, re and remember that all your all, all your crypto stays in your exchange. We only manage it um, from the Wealth Agile app. But once you're in the Wealth Agile app, you'll find it very simple to select portfolios, set uh, uh, subscribe to portfolios, and manage your crypto assets seamlessly and get some uh, risk risk control uh, through our AI as well. Fantastic. Thank you so much. I will provide the links to Wealth Agile as well in the description of this podcast. I really appreciate your time, sir. I hope you will come back to our podcast and we can discuss further the success of Wealth Agile. Well, Samir, uh, I, I can't thank you enough for, for doing this for us. It was uh, great to talk to you today.